Today is Monday, June 26, 2023. Kevin McCarthy says he will start impeachment hearings. Baby, it's going to be a rumble in the jungle. It's going to be a stomp in the swamp. Are you ready? We have all the details for you. U.S. intelligence agencies briefed before the attempted coup in Russia. What the hell is that about? And Brett Tolman, super lawyer, joins the show. He's been so right on all of these issues. This man is a legal expert unlike any other, and he is going to elucidate for all of us live what's actually going to happen to Joe Biden. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. We are here with gunpowder in our gut, and we are here with caffeine in our blood. We are here to fight for you. The way that we do that is by making sure that we are drinking coffee that is not woke. We drink blackout coffee on this program. We encourage you to do so. We talk about it a lot. It's because I need my blackout coffee. This morning I am drinking, uh, ladies and gentlemen, from this gigantic mug. But inside of that mug is the old blackout coffee. It comes from Florida. It comes from America. It comes from patriots that brew it and make it here. They try and sneak wokeness into everything, and your caffeine supply is one of those. So, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go to Blackout Coffee today. Go to blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny and use the coupon code Benny to get 20% off your first offer. Stop giving your money to woke corporations. They don't care about you, but you gotta stay caffeinated. You gotta stay energized to fight this fight. And hot diggity damn, was I wrong? Ladies and gentlemen, I am trying so hard to create a world where we can trust each other, okay? I, we, we never stop working for you, okay? We will never stop. We will never stop. We love you. This audience is growing very fast. I, you could argue that we have one of the fat. You could argue we have the fastest growing pound for pound uh, audience in the conservative movement right now. And I love you. And I want to start the week by saying thank you to the Benny Brigade. We have some very exciting things coming. You got to join the Benny Brigade. This is a, this is an army. This is an army. This is a brigade inside of the salty army. Where the salt must flow. The salty tears, they drive us and fuel our tanks, and together we shall march and we shall save this great country. We're going to have a lot of fun doing it. We are, we are powered by salt and the caffeine. And ladies and gentlemen, I must always apologize when I've been wrong. And what was I wrong on? I was wrong on Kevin McCarthy. i got to tell you, I was so hard in the paint against Kevin McCarthy because I thought he would cuck out. I thought Kevin McCarthy would betray us. And while there is no such thing as a perfect politician, and whilst um, I can be wrong and apologize to you, I am here to tell you that Kevin McCarthy came through this morning with both barrels on fire saying it's time to impeach. We're going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to do it. And for that, I tell you, the Benny Brigade, that, um, you know what? Maybe I misjudged Kevin Hot damn, he's been doing great. He's been doing great. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Let's chop some wood. Let's start with Kevin McCarthy's tweet here, okay? Kevin McCarthy tweeted this weekend. I said, whoa, this ripped my face off, this tweet. He tweeted this weekend, uh, an absolute flamethrower. Let's get to the facts, he said, quoting the IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley, testifying that the U.S. attorney in charge of the Hunter Biden investigation lied to Congress said that he could bring all the charges. He was stopped by Merrick Garland. He was halted by the Department of Justice. 
He wanted to charge Hunter Biden in California and in D.C. with massive tax crimes. They said Hunter didn't pay taxes on one million dollars. It was actually nearly 10 million dollars. They said that Hunter Biden is just going to get off with a slap on the wrist with a gun charge. Do you know that's against the rules of the Department of Justice that hundreds of thousands of people have faced massive time in prison and gone to prison for what Hunter Biden did, of course. And they're not even, they, they didn't even touch the real crimes that we're going to get into here. Real crimes like Joe Biden having a secret phone line. Do you know this? Oh, baby. Did you know that Joe Biden had a secret phone line to do all of his dirty business dealings on? Oh, yeah, we're going to get there. But ladies and gentlemen, effectively, they just did a, a hose job, a snow job, a cover-up job, and now the entire regime is crumbling. Now, something we have been right about is that there's going to come a point where they're going to flip a switch on Joe Biden. They're going to flip a switch, and they're going to get rid of the guy. And that time is right now. It's happening, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get, let's get again to the news. Kevin McCarthy tweeted to this revelation, we need to get to the facts. That includes reconciling these clear disparities. U.S. Attorney David Weiss must provide answers to the House Judiciary Committee. If the whistleblower's allegations are true, then that'll be part of a larger impeachment inquiry into Merrick Garland. Whoa! So he sent that out. This was seen by millions of people. And it's like, whoa, what do you mean impeachment inquiry? That's the first time we've heard him talk about this, Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House. Well, sure enough, moments ago, uh, on television, Kevin McCarthy said, oh, no, 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 that wasn't that wasn't just a tweet. Like, we already have the date planned for the impeachment hearings. Hot damn. We out here. Let's go. Salty army. Salt must flow. Go. Miranda Devine says that Joe Biden met with his business partners 12 times, 12 different times and 12 different deals, perhaps. So it's according to Rob Walker, who was in on all this stuff. Good friend. He's all over uh, all over the laptop. So will this prompt you to do a impeachment inquiry? Well, you apparently don't follow me on Twitter because yesterday I laid out very, very clearly by July 6th, because of the allegations from the IRS, because of the whistleblowers and the DOJ, our, our Garland, what he is saying and what David Weiss are saying privately are two different things. Right. And if it comes true what the IRS whistleblower is saying, we're going to start impeachment inquiries on the attorney general. Well, it Lucky for us, we have the actual tape. We have tape of Hunter Biden doing these deals. We have tapes of Joe Biden doing these deals. We have more evidence than we know what to do with. And the only way, the reason why this is smart strategically for Kevin McCarthy, the reason why this is smart strategically is because this is the way that you get the corporate press to actually cover the Biden regime's corruption. No, no, no. Hear me out here. Ladies and gentlemen, once you have impeachment inquiries, then you got to stop the entire rest of the news cycle. Doesn't matter what happens. They could come up with something. They could blow up, you know, they could do whatever, right? Like try and blow up some story here, some story there. Everyone look at the summary. Come on, look at the sub. Oh, wow. Mm -mm, not going to work. Once you launch that impeachment inquiry, once you launch that impeachment, the world must stop turning and all the cameras point inward at the impeachment hearing. And then they start laying out. They start dropping bombs. They start laying out on the table. The corruption of the Bidens, this is brilliant. This is a smart, tactical move. They can begin with this piece of evidence, Merrick Garland saying straight up, 
I will never interfere in the proceedings against the Bidens. Meanwhile, Merrick Garland under the table texting, drop all the charges, drop all the charges, quick. Hunter Biden, you owe me some coke. Go. Under Biden investigation, as I said, even in my own nomination uh, um, confirmation hearing, is being run by and supervised by the United States attorney for the District of Delaware. He is in charge of that investigation. There will not be interference of any uh, uh, political or improper kind. I have pledged not to interfere uh, with that investigation, and I uh, have carried through on my pledge. I have promised to ensure that he's able to carry out uh, his investigation and that he be able to run it. And if he uh, needs to bring it in another jurisdiction, he will have full authority to do that. Okay, so the IRS whistleblower is saying and stating definitively that the DOJ did not allow David Weiss to bring these charges in another district, as Merrick Garland is promising. What did David Weiss try and charge? What was he attempting to charge the Bidens with? We'll never know because the DOJ shut him down. But we know exactly what evidence fell into our hot little hands this last weekend. Here is the text message from Hunter Biden to Henry Zhao, Mr. Chinese agent of the Communist Party where he effectively is talking like some type of mafia boss to this guy, saying, I will make certain that between me and the man sitting next to me, his father, Joe Biden, I'm sitting right next to my dad. Everyone misses this part because it's really important. Everyone says, I'm sitting here with my father. That's all they report. No, 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 no. It gets worse than that. I'm going to make sure that every person that he knows and his ability to, for and my ability to forever hold a grudge, sounds like a really nice person, uh, you will regret not following through in our directions. Guess what happened right after this? Guess what happened right after this was sent to the Communist Party of China? Oh, the Bidens got millions of dollars in their bank accounts. Wow. Lucky for us, we have the big guy. And lucky for us, we have it in writing what the big guy was doing. Leveraging his relationships after 70 years in the U.S. government as a fossil, as a barnacle, the bottom of the USS government boat in order to get cash money into their bank accounts. This is precisely what they were doing the entire time. Lucky for us, we had some reporters finally snap at the White House and start asking about this text message. This text message is one of a, a number of pieces of evidence that would be used inside of an impeachment inquiry that Kevin McCarthy says he is now going to bring, starting on July 6th, important date, July 6th, right after our Independence Day, baby. Are you ready for the greatest Independence Day ever? We've got some big things planned. Ladies and gentlemen, Corinne Jean-Pierre was asked about this live on Friday. Of course, our show had already broadcast. We were able to put up the clips on social media, but we have to elucidate for you what a glorious moment this was. Hot diggity damn. Yo, like, do you realize that Corinne Jean-Pierre was asked for five straight minutes at the White House by CNN, NBC News, CBS News about the Biden corruption? Not just by Newsmax and the New York Post, by all of the corporate news outlets in the front row. She had to effectively run out of the room with her hair on fire and her nose about 20 feet long. I don't know. I got dad jokes. I got kids. We watch Pinocchio. What do you want from me? Cringe Jean-Pierre had her first day at the White House that was reminiscent of kind of like what Sarah Sanders or Kayleigh McEnany had to deal with, like an actual press that was adversarial 
and was looking for answers on controversial topics that are going to make uh, the president look very, very bad. It was a beauty, baby. And this is our cringe, nuclear cringe of the day. Let's go. President invited his son Hunter to the state dinner last night. Um, I'm wondering if you could take us into the thinking and decision-making of why uh, the president decided to invite I, him. I'm just not going to get into family discussion, personal family discussion. If Hunter Biden wasn't the president's son, would he have invited someone who had just reached a plea agreement with federal prosecutors well, two days earlier? a couple of things. Again, that's his son. It's a, he's a family member. It is not uncommon for family members to attend. The President of the United States was involved, as this message seems to suggest, in some sort of a coercive conversation for business dealing by a son. Is that something, if he wasn't, then maybe you should tell us. So here's the thing, I, and I appreciate the question. I believe my colleague uh, at the White House Council uh, has answered this question already. He has to share. I just, I just answered the question. I just answered the question. Yes or no, was the president involved in the I just answered. Stephen, Stephen, I just answered the question. I just said, I just this is, it's not up to you how I answer the question. I just answer the question by telling you my colleagues at the White House Council. You've stated that the president stands by his comment from the 2020 campaign that he never once discussed his son's overseas business dealings with his son. And you stood at that podium and you reaffirmed that. Do you stand by your reaffirmation? I, what I will say is nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. And I will leave it there. Mm. Has nothing changed, cringe? Ladies and gentlemen, here we have reporting that the Bidens got 5.5 million bucks into their bank accounts. Have you ever received 5.5 million dollars from the Chinese party? What kind of massages do you give? Ladies and gentlemen, they were plunking that money into the Bidens bank account like it was a China buffet, like they were at uh, the Panda Express and they went through and got double helpings of General Sows, General So's, General Corruptions chicken. Senate report, Biden business received $5.1 million. 10 days of Biden's WhatsApp text saying, what's up? I'm sitting next to dad. You better give us that money. Otherwise I'm going to send Biden. I'm going to send pop in to sniff you. How you like that? Xi Jinping. You're going to be sitting there in your Winnie the Pooh outfit and behind you, you're going to feel a presence. And then you're going to get a little, you don't want that. You don't want that smoke from my dad. That's what Hunter Biden effectively saying, and that Chinese paid. $5.1 million in payments from the Chinese business partner, Henry Zhao, within 10 days of the text. <laughs> There's, there, ladies and gentlemen, OJ Simpson sitting there being like, man, I left less evidence at the crime scene than the Bidens. Henry Zhao, influential in forming a Chinese investment fund, had deep ties to the Chinese intelligence regime, according to Breitbart News senior contributor and Government Accountability Institute, President Peter Schweitzer. And we'll get more from Peter in just a moment. In 2017, Henry Zhao worked with the Chinese energy conglomerate, CEFC. This was the Chinese energy conglomerate that the Bidens were trying to sell American natural gas to. The Bidens wanted to rip our energy out of, our, out of the ground and then sell it to the communist Chinese. Okay, so they wanted to strip mine America. This is the easiest way to see the Bidens, okay? Parasites, they are parasitical, all right? like a mosquito or like a leech or a tick. They are parasitical. They wish to suck the blood. They wish to suck literally the energy out of the ground. This was the, this was the thing. This is not a metaphor. 
This is like what they were going to do. They were going to suck the energy out of the soil in America, suck our precious material out of the ground, and then hand it over to the communist Chinese. Little simps. Little Chinese simps, this family. And then they were going to get paid for that. They're going to get paid for it. We literally, we have the Hunter Biden voicemail. We have him saying he's going to create the largest LNG port in the world and hand it over to the communist Chinese. We have Hunter Biden on tape saying it. So might as well, right? Might as well. The screen chapter, the screen. So I just wanted to give you a little bit of background as to what's actually going on here. So this Henry Zhao is the guy who's supposed to pay the Bidens in order to get American natural gas and the, and the energy from America. These people are parasites. They are ticks that have burrowed in to our culture and are ripping out the value that exists inside of this nation. Ladies and gentlemen, they are blackmailing and using politics in order to blackmail, using their political office in order to blackmail people into giving them cash money. Jesse Waters made this point and we thought it was really, really well stated. Jesse, go. If everybody that did drugs didn't pay their taxes, we'd have no revenue. That is so true. Drugs. That's not an excuse. This entire table. The feds are never going to crack open the laptop as long as Joe Biden's president. Joe Biden, his administration is not going to investigate corruption in the Biden family. It's just not going to happen. Plus, the FBI and the CIA has this as blackmail. They can just dangle it in front of Joe and he has to do whatever they say or else, boop, there it goes open. The only way it comes open if a Republican gets into the White House. And so they're going to do everything they can to prevent a Republican from getting into the White House because the laptop is basically tells everybody how guilty the entire system is. Mm. Very interesting, that. Very interesting. Let me make something very, very clear here. Uh, This is something we've been illuminating for the better part of the last three years. Joe Biden is a is a owned and operated Muppet. They know his crimes. The reason that people are reporting on him right now is that they've seen the internal polling and they know that Joe Biden uh, is going to have a tough time in 2024. They are turning on Joe. They are going to crack that sucker open. They're going to finally unleash the hounds of the corporate media on Joe. Are you seeing this starting to build up? And it's not because they have any type of like greater angels inside of them. And by they, I mean the people actually in charge of this country, the government on top of the government, the unelected super state that exists long past any particular administration we may put in there. They exist before and after. The super state, the real government, the real institutions in our country, they know that this text is real. Hunter Biden's lawyer knows that this text is real. You did, did, did you see the reporting? You probably didn't because you'd all you'd miss it that Hunter Biden's lawyer admitted that this all happened. This ain't something made up. This text saying I'm here with my father and you better give us the money. Hunter Biden's lawyer said, oh, yeah, that's real. But you see, Hunter was on drugs. That's why we shouldn't worry about that. He was on drugs. Go. He brought up text messages and things that he said implicated 
suggestions of other potential issues that needed to be investigated. But he said that he was being stymied um, by the Justice Department during this investigation. Um, Christopher Clark, who's an attorney for Hunter Biden, says this. Any verifiable words or actions of my client in the midst of a horrible addiction are solely his own and have no connection to anyone in his family. Any suggestion the investigation was not thorough or cut corners or cut my client any slack is preposterous and deeply irresponsible. Wait a second. So Hunter Biden's lawyer says that this is all real. They are trapped. Maybe this is why Joe Biden spent the weekend not in Delaware, but inside of a military base called Camp David, which is a specialized military base where you're not allowed to be spied upon. Where the president goes during wartime and who do you, who do you drag along? Old Hunter. You know, they need privacy these days and they needed privacy actually in the earlier days. Did you know that Joe Biden had a secret phone line installed? That this is 100,000 times worse than anything Hillary Clinton did? And Hillary Clinton deserves to be in prison for the rest of her life and should be. But Joe Biden, as vice president, had a private phone line installed so that he could start doing the old big guy routine with some of the most evil regimes on planet Earth. This is something that exploded on the scene this weekend, we thought that you should know. Listen. New information this morning, uh, breaking news on a cell phone that Joe Biden was using. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. What is the line of communications between Hunter Biden and his business partners and Joe Biden when he's vice president of the United States? It's not the government phone. It's not Joe Biden's personal phone. We know from the laptop that Hunter Biden's business paid for a private phone line that Joe Biden used while he was vice president. It was from AT&T. It was $300 a month. It was a global phone where you could access somebody anywhere around the world. Uh, we shared that phone number and that account information with people at the House Oversight Committee. My hope is that, that they haven't already. They will subpoena those records because I think it will give an indication on how tight the communication was. Uh, and that may be the phone for example, that the Ukrainian, the Burisma executive might have used uh, in this allegation uh, that he talked to Joe Biden and re recorded conversations. My God, wait a second. So Joe Biden had a private server while he was vice president? At least Hillary Clinton, at least Hillary Clinton sent most of her illegal emails after she was out of the State Department and preparing to run for president. She had all that secret stuff housed away. And she maintained it after she was out of the State Department. Joe Biden was doing this whilst vice president, arguably the most second most powerful position in the world, because, well, he's second in line for the presidency. My God, what conversations could he have been having? Well, Sure would be inconvenient for Joe if we were to have some of those voicemails and some of that voice texting on Hunter Biden's laptop. And we could uh, pluck some of the old voice messages of Hunter Biden talking about this Chinese deal and his dad and his involvement in it. That would be really inconvenient. Boy, that'd be that'd suck to have that evidence if you were trying to go into a court of law and argue that Joe knew nothing about this. If he had his own uh, son talking about it, I'm like, oh, hold on. My producer's telling me something. My Oh, my God, ALX, we actually do have that voicemail? 
We actually do have Hunter Biden literally describing this criminal deal with the communist Chinese and the feds looking into his father about it. Oh, well, hot damn. We might as well play it for the audience. Here you go. Have a listen. I get calls from my father to tell me that the New York Times is calling, but my old partner, Eric, who literally has done me harm for I don't know how long, is the one taking the calls because my father will not stop sending the calls to Eric. I have another New York Times reporter calling about my representation of the, literally, Dr. Patrick Co, the spy chief of China, who started the company that my partner, who was worth $323 billion, found it, and is now missing. And I am receiving calls from the Southern District of New York, from the U.S. Attorney himself. My best friend in business, Devin, has named me as a witness without telling me. In a criminal case, and my father, without telling me. Oh, interesting. They've named his father in a criminal case for selling American natural gas to the Chinese, not listing themselves as a foreign agent, taking bribes. Oh, that's interesting. We have Hunter Biden just spilling his guts out as the gin bottle rattles next to him. I was I love that clip because you can hear him rattling the old the old liquor cart, <laughs> the, old, the old vodka cart. You can hear it in case you doubt the authenticity of that clip. I'm going to show you how Donald Trump is talking about this, and that's very important. And we're going to get to what Donald Trump said about this because, huh, hot diggity damn, Donald Trump read the text messages during his speeches. Why are they so scared of Donald Trump? Why do they need to put Donald Trump in jail? Why do they got to do it? Donald Trump is, was reading the Joe Biden text messages this weekend. We'll get to that clip. But Donald Trump, he does not hold a office currently. Donald Trump does not currently have the power to impeach Joe Biden, Merrick Garland, and so forth. Congress does. And ladies and gentlemen, Congress is a little different than the Paul Ryan, John Boehner Congresses of old. The old Republican Party would get on their leather gimp suit, put the ball gag in their mouth, tie the leash around their neck, and let Nancy Pelosi dog walk them through Washington, D.C., you don't want to see Paul Ryan in a gimp suit. I don't either. But that's what these people, that's what these uh, cucks, these disgraces to our party and our movement, that's what they did. And they liked it. They liked it. Call me daddy. And Nancy Pelosi's like, come on over to Paul's house. He's got a hammer. We're ready to go. And John Boehner's like, I'm drunk. And Paul Pelosi said the same thing. This ain't your old Republican Party. Check this out from Daryl Issa. Daryl Issa, who's a king, good dude, said Joe Biden is officially lawyering up. This is what a real scandal looks like. Daryl Issa breaking that news. What's that about? Joe Biden lawyering up. I can't see that in the pages of the New York Times. What's going on there? Sure as shooting. He was right. This morning, it broke that Joe Biden has retained legal counsel to protect him from the Burisma scandal, from these Ukraine allegations, from these whistleblowers. Joe Biden uh, sitting there, resident of the nursing home at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue 
is hiring special lawyers to fight this. Congress now has to go through Biden's lawyers. They know what's coming. Marjorie Taylor Greene knows what's coming. Marjorie Taylor Greene knows what time it is. Check this out from MTG. I'm telling you, we have a different type of Republican these days. Joe Biden has lawyered up. Burisma owner and Ukrainian oligarch who paid Joe Biden $5 million bribe said it would take us 10 years to find Joe's web of criminal bank wires, LLCs, and accounts. Fact. He underestimated the oversight Republicans. It took six months. Impeach Joe Biden. She's got uh, five, 6,000 retweets on that. 25,000 likes. They're different. You ever seen Paul Ryan tweet like that? You ever seen John Boehner tweet like that? John Boehner didn't even tweet. John Boehner's just absolutely sucking down Marlboro Reds, slamming cheap bag wine in his office, too drunk and too loaded to do, ever do anything, to ever do anything. The Washington generals to the Harlem Globetrotters of the Obama administration and these criminals. And now we actually have Congress people who are fighting. Ooh, man, boy, we are sizzling here. Byron Donalds, who's on oversight, who, by the way, like give the Congressional Medal of Freedom to Jamie Comer, James Comer, who's been leading this charge, who's been getting this information, who's been cracking the back of this regime. These guys deserve a huge shout out from the Benny Brigade. Man, I told you I was wrong about Kevin McCarthy. I've never been wrong about James Comer, friend of the show, who's been on the show, has an open invitation. We're working on getting him here. We will get him here. We will get him here this week to talk directly to you. Wow. Byron Donalds was speaking on behalf of James Comer this weekend when he said, you know, what we've found is that this is far worse than anything that uh, President Nixon did. And uh, Nixon had to leave office. So what does that mean? Watch. They're going to run this all the way to the ground. I'm going to tell you my belief. I'm speaking for myself. <clears throat> this is public corruption. Uh, with to a T. This is a paper pay for play scandal to a T. And this is a cover up now at the Department of Justice. And I also believe at the White House. You mean to tell me there are investigations at the IRS and with the Department of Justice that are being tamped down by the political brass and the White House doesn't know. Joe Biden doesn't know. The White House counsel doesn't know. The chief of staff doesn't know. That is a lie. They all know this is a cover up. Richard Nixon never did anything to the scale of what's happening in front of us right now. And this is because the Biden family was getting millions and millions of dollars. They concealed it from the American people. They weren't paying taxes on this money. Joe, was Joe Biden paying his fair share? No, he was not. The same At the same time, he's gaslighting the American people. This is a travesty for our country. And everything they accuse President Trump of, Joe Biden and the Democrats have been doing. It's yeah. Hot damn. What's the iron law of wokeness? The iron law of the new Democrat Party. Accuse your enemies of that which you are guilty. Yo, you know, Joe Biden, we have the clips, but we don't have enough. We don't have enough time before our guests actually playing for you. You know, Joe Biden wrote the harshest crack laws in the country. Some of the harshest crack laws, the harshest crack laws and pass them through the Senate was the champion for the harshest crack laws. Some of the harshest gun laws, some of the harshest tax laws. Joe Biden wrote them all, went down to the floor and bragged about them. 
Judge doesn't have a choice. Gotta lock you up for five years. If you have any crack, if you have crack the size of this quarter, Judge's gotta lock you up for five years. Doesn't have a choice. We play you the clips. We play you the clips. You know, Joe Biden went ahead and locked up hundreds of thousands of young black men. Byron Donalds and I were texting this weekend. He's like, yo, Joe Biden locked up hundreds of thousands of black men for a scintilla of what his son was doing on camera. On camera. Well, that ain't going to play very well with black voters who have already turned away from Joe Biden. Joe Biden is letting his son off white privilege style. Hot damn. Little did you know that you would hear a little lecture about white privilege from your boy Benny, but you see, you don't understand. They've been missing it. White privilege works only if you lock it in to the last name Biden. If you mix white privilege with the last name Biden, click, then suddenly, man, you're going after corn pop. Suddenly, you can go after corn pop on that diving board, telling me he has too much pomade in his hair. Go take a rusty razor blade to him in the parking lot. All those things Joe Biden did. Did you know that? Corn pop story. Young black kid had too much pomade in his hair. Joe Biden lifeguard threatened his life. Tried to kill him. Joe Biden's like, everyone claps when Joe Biden tells that story. We clap. We clap. Byron Donalds ain't clapping. No, 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 no. Byron Donalds is saying this about Hunter Biden. How much money do you think the Biden family has taken in? I think right now we're looking at we're close from 17 million to 20, 25 million dollars. Um, and frankly, all this is between the time of Joe Biden's last year as vice president until uh, he took was sworn in as president of the United States. One other thing on Hunter Biden, he was operating as an unregistered foreign agent. They threw Paul Manafort in jail for the same thing for less, and th- for for less. For less than what Hunter yeah. Biden has been doing as he's gone on every junket, every overseas trip, and has been shaking down foreign countries, foreign companies. The WhatsApp uh, message demonstrates that fully. Yo, this is a new Republican Party, baby. This is a new based Republican Party. They're awake. They're listening to you. Let's take a second and do a little bit of a victory lap. They're listening to us. Byron Donalds comes on this show. You see Byron, MTG, Lauren Boebert coming on here, talking to the Benny Brigade, saying we care about you. They're coming on to respect us and they're listening to us now. Now, Jim Jordan has something very interesting to say this weekend. Because there's a uh, Biden donor named Leslie Wolf. Leslie Wolf is someone who is the true villain. You got to get to know this name. Leslie Wolf is the person who was the wolf in the hen house, as it were. Leslie Wolf tipped off Hunter Biden that he was going to get raided. Leslie Wolf is the one who slow walked the entire investigation. Leslie Wolf is an assistant U.S. attorney in the state of Delaware. She's the one who effectively ran this operation. Ladies and gentlemen, the report from this whistleblower says that this Leslie Wolf is the true agent, the true apparatchik, the hatchet man, woman, who took this and made it all go away, broke every rule, perjured herself, tipped off the Bidens to an IRS raid of the stash house that Hunter was living in. At the time, Hunter was living in like a garage out back at Joe's place. There's photos of him. You can see, you can see the photos of it. 
The IRS was going to raid this home, this little shed that Hunter was living in, and daddy's house, 50-year-old living at his dad's house, decrepit, degenerate family. This is what happens when you marry the babysitter. That's what Joe Biden was, right? You know that, right? Jill Biden cheated on her husband with Joe Biden. Joe Biden cheated on his wife with Jill. That's the love story. That's the beautiful love story of this family. Joe Biden going to lecture us on Father's Day about being good fathers? Yeah, got it. Okay. How about you stop showering with Ashley? And how uh, how about you stop uh, stop messing with the babysitter? Then you can start let and, and then the, maybe put your son in jail. How about that? Put your son in jail for the laws that you passed that you applied to a bunch of black kids, but you won't apply to your white son. How about you do that? Let's start there. Then you can start lecturing me on Father's Day about what being a good father is. You old jack wagon. Man, that guy pisses me off. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this Jim Jordan guy, maybe you've heard of him. He's saying that, and Jim Jordan is the person who's been the most professionally right in history of Washington, D.C. Jim Jordan's the person who's been the most professionally right in the history of our government. This side of Abraham Lincoln, Jim Jordan has not told a lie. Jim Jordan is saying this Leslie Wolf is going to be the real demon in this story. And we're going after her. We're coming for you. Watch. You have the assistant U.S. attorney, Leslie Wolf, who's, who said that she tipped off Biden's lawyers when they were getting ready to do something. She told Mr. Shapley that he couldn't ask about the big guy, couldn't ask about Joe Biden and couldn't use the term the big guy, even though they had that email. She limited what they could do in their investigation. I mean, that is just as wrong as it gets. So you, uh, we, we want to make sure we get a chance to talk to this Leslie Wolf, the assistant U.S. attorney who was handling this case in Mr. Weiss's office there in Delaware. We think that's important as we move forward with this investigation. So you will subpoena Leslie Wolf then? We're going to look at all options on the table. We want to talk to her. There's typically a process you go through before you'd ever get to a subpoena. But if that's what it takes, we think it's important to talk to her. When, when, when she is doing those kind of things, she wouldn't, she, she denied a search warrant. They had it approved. And then she said, no, we're not going to do it. A search warrant for the storage unit where Hunter Biden stored things. This is what Mr. Shapley and the agents on the case wanted to do. They were denied access to that. So when you're denying search warrants, when you're saying you can't ask about Joe Biden, can't use the term the big guy and ask about that email and, and tipping off the, uh, the the Justice Department is tipping off Hunter Biden's lawyers before you do something. So two very important things that you need to know, just because I want you to be educated on this. I need you to be educated on this. What is going to happen is Merrick Garland is going to be impeached. They're going to come for Merrick Garland. They're going to come for Merrick Garland because Merrick Garland has promised not to obstruct justice. Merrick Garland did not allow David Weiss, who is supposed to be in charge of this whole operation, to bring charges. David Weiss is on the record, on the record. We have the documents here. We'll put them up on screen. David Weiss is on the record saying to the IRS whistleblower, uh, yo, hey, listen, uh, they're impeding with our investigation. We have the documents. You can see them here. This is a document you're going to get. Uh, this is this is a document that you're going to get familiar with. They wanted to actually throw the book at Hunter. Hunter Biden is a criminal. He deserves to spend the rest of his life in jail. Many Americans who did the same thing and much less spend the rest of their lives in jail. We have the documents that show. Darren Walden, who's in charge of the IRS criminal investigations in the D.C. office, confirmed here in this document that Garland was impeding with the Biden investigation. Boom. 
October 7th, 2022, senior IRS and FBI and DOJ officials, including David Weiss, had a meeting which Weiss said the DOJ and Garland were impeding in the investigation. There's your freaking bloody glove, ladies and gentlemen. IRS whistleblower email suggests David Weiss misled Congress in letter claiming charging authority. So Congress went ahead and asked, yo, who's in charge of this operation? And David Weiss said, oh, yeah, it's me. He was lying. Either Weiss lied to stop investigators or Weiss and Garland deceived Congress. There's no other way around it. David Weiss told the House Judiciary Committee that he had been granted ultimate authority over prosecutorial decisions relating to the criminal investigation of Hunter Biden in a 2023 letter obtained by the Federalist. However, Weiss's letter to Congress and Attorney General Merrick Garland's earlier testimony in the Senate Judiciary Committee, which we just played you earlier in the show, directly conflicts with the statement that Weiss made to senior members of his team investigating Biden's son. Weiss lied or Garland lied. There's no way around it. They impeded with the investigation of the Bidens. They stepped in and they stopped it. Donald Trump saying that this is 100 times bigger than Watergate, and he's right. And we finally got a Republican Congress that got some balls in their shorts and got some iron in their spine, and got some gunpowder in their gut, and they can do something about it. Donald Trump this weekend talking about these messages from Hunter Biden. Ooh, man. Oh, boy. This is getting spicy. They didn't get a little hot here. Wait a second. So you're telling me that Corinne Jean-Pierre had to dodge five minutes of questions at the White House, that NBC, CBS and CNN led segments all weekend against the Bidens? You're telling me that The New York Times published a entire like series this weekend about the corruption of the Bidens? Whoa, whoa, whoa. The New York Times? And now they're all on the same side as Donald Trump? I kid you not. I'll play it again. They're on the same side as Donald Trump in asking questions about these texts and this business relationship. We got a live one, baby. The silver tuna is here. Here's Donald Trump reading the text messages live on TV. A very respected IRS whistleblower used to be very much. You remember when the Democrats used to love whistleblowers? They don't like the whistleblowers now. (laughs) Reveal that Crooked Joe sat in a room while his son Hunter messaged a Chinese Communist Party official and said to this Chinese Party official, I quote, I am sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. This is cash he's talking about. Tell the director, and it doesn't get reported in the newspapers, tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand And now means right now. It means tonight. You believe this? I didn't know he was that tough. (laughs) And if I get a call or a text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me, my father, right next to me, Pop. Hi, Pop. (laughs) And every person he knows, you will regret not following my direction. Within 10 days, the Bidens got $5.1 million from China for absolutely no reason. They got $5.1 million. Mm. Uh Uh-oh. SpaghettiO. This ain't going to work out well. So again, to reiterate, the corporate press is now asking five straight minutes of questions to Corinne Jean-Pierre, Corinne Jean-Pierre at the White House. The New York Times is finally digging into this. CNN is finally digging into this. NBC News, Chuck Todd, led like a 10-minute segment on this. 
CNN, we don't have the time to play you all of the corporate press that actually is finally covering this. Something's happening. The dam is breaking. These people are on the side of angels. I think they've been sent out. This is the hit squad. They're finally going to come after Biden. They know that these impeachments are going to happen. This is go time. Now it's real. We've been prepping you in this audience. We've been prepping you for this for the better part of the last two years, saying that this is a criminal and corrupt organization, that this family is dirty, and that a just and righteous and moral people should not be led by such a dirty criminal family. You, your nation, you deserve better, just on a, like a base, just on a basic level, you deserve to know that you're going to be treated the same way as Mr. Princeling Hunter Biden. Let's say you did a crime. There are rules, actually, for the Department of Justice. There are rules that the Department of Justice is breaking right now in this pseudo charge against Hunter Biden, this plea agreement. Brett Tolman, who is just an absolute heavyweight on this issue, the executive director of the Right on Crime, has been elucidating for us which rules the Department of Justice is breaking. Brett Tolman, who's a former U.S. attorney, government reformer, proud Cherokee, didn't know that, and weekend cowboy, according to his Twitter bio, has been digging through the Department of Justice, which apparently he used to work at, and has been saying, yo, you are literally breaking your own rules and going after Hunter Biden. This is the this is the most degenerate hose job that I've ever seen. And Brett Tolman is right. He's bringing the receipts to the show right now. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us, the great Brett Tolman. I didn't know that you were part Cherokee. <laughs> very, very proud my, on my mother's side. Um, wow. We, yep. So I, I have a bit of, uh, you know, American history running deep in our in our genealogy. Hey, man. Well, fantastic. Uh, well, let's let's get into the fight here then. OK, let's go. Uh, let's do it. Thanks you, for having me on, Benny. This is a this is a great one here. This tweet from you last week. I mean, it went thermonuclear, but like this, this, uh, sh this, this pretrial diversion for the firearm for Hunter Biden. This is uh, clearly against the DOJ policy to give him pretrial diversion here. You brought the receipts up in a tweet uh, last week, but I wanted to talk to you about it. Like, how, how do they get away with this? Yeah, <clears throat> you know, Benny, let me just say, it's it's so offensive having, you know, been in the criminal justice system, working in it for 25 years now, and knowing exactly what DOJ has done. Um, let me just put it in perspective. I went back through and looked at 189,000 different possession cases that the department has brought over the last couple of decades. I could not find one single diversion, not a single diversion in 189,000 illegal possession of firearms cases. That should Whoa. give people a perspective. 189,000? 189,000. That's, that's from DOJ's own data. So I used their data. We dug into it. We looked at these cases because I heard all these pundits saying, you know, this is this is a normal resolution of a case. It is not normal. I personally presented hundreds of cases, firearms cases to the grand jury. 
I was not able to offer a diversion in any one of those cases. And the reason is, Benny, because the Department of Justice made a long time ago with an, with a program called Project Safe Neighborhoods, they made it a rule that they were going to enforce gun c- cases uh, strictly. And it was it's it's DOJ wide. So every U.S. attorney had to had to to follow and toe the line. That includes the U.S. attorney in Delaware. That includes the U.S. attorney in Utah, where I was. We all had to bring these cases. And the average sentence of anyone like Hunter Biden is about 39 months in federal prison just on a possession of a firearm case. So, I mean, unlike a lot of people who are unlike a lot of people like myself who has never worked inside of the Department of Justice, uh, we can just simply speculate here. And there's an enormous amount of psyoping going on right now uh, with MSNBC. Everyone saying, as you just mentioned, no, oh, no, they're 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 going hard after Hunter here. Actually, <laughs> right? That was the line. That was the line when this plea agreement was struck. Oh wow, they actually went. They dropped the hammer on Hunter. You've actually done the work. Unlike a lot of these blowhards and airheads and uh, clowns, you've actually done the work in in, in trial. You've worked for the Department of Justice. Uh, what is your takeaway here from this plea agreement? Benny, my very first case was a, a user in possession case like Hunter Biden's. I took it to trial. Um, that guy got almost 10 years in federal prison. So, yeah, I've been in the trenches. It's offensive. But to put, a, I guess, put a, a, a perspective on this, Joe Biden made statements that he was going to be tough on gun crime. Hmm. So much so that Joe Biden signed a bill into law while I was a prosecutor, the most you could get for a possession of a firearm, illegal possession of a firearm case was 10 years. Joe Biden signed a law that that expanded the 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 limit on the sentence to 15 years. So at the same time, he's telling people he's going to be tough on crime. At the same time, the Department of Justice and they have what's called the Ashcroft and the Holder memos. These are these are policy rules that the Department of Justice has to follow. And Holder said it, and so did Ashcroft. Said we we must always charge the highest provable offense. Well, they're violating that policy. They're violating the holder policy. They're violating Joe Biden's tough on, on gun crime edict. And in, in, in context, just to, 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 to bring everybody into why I'm so angry at this and offended and why many of my colleagues are, is <clears throat> the possession of the firearm case is always the leverage case. That's the leverage charge, the one you use to get to the scope of a conspiracy. What we have right now is massive amount of evidence against conspirators, the Bidens, Joe Biden, his, you know, his brother, his son, the business partners, the family members, those that got 12, that set up 12 LLCs in order to funnel all this money. What we would have done and we were, we were told to do is to hold the leverage of the gun crime over the head of a target and then put them in front of the grand jury or or debrief them and expand your evidence on the real underlying crime. Mm. The real underlying crime here is a massive fraud that we have so much evidence of, Benny. Um, just, to, just to sort of reveal what would happen in this case, mm. 
we would do, we would approach the grand jury. We would present to 26 individuals and we would get a unanimous charge back from a grand jury on on racketeering, probably mm. on conspiracy to money launder, on money laundering, on um, wire fraud, mail fraud. Um, and we would include everybody and the, the the amount of time that people would be serving in prison for what we now know is authenticated evidence on the laptop and from whistleblowers is is most likely the rest of their lives in federal prison. Really? Can you I mean, yeah. Can you please put a month number or a year number on that? Like as, as yeah. an expert here. So if your fraud is over 10 million dollars. <clears throat> and you add conspiracy and you have money laundering. So it's just the, the movement of the illegal money. What we're talking is over 20 years in federal prison for Joe Biden and for Hunter Biden and for any of those that participated. And that doesn't even count the drug crimes, the, the, you know, the, the gun crime that they brought, the tax evasion crime. And so what we're being given, we're being fed the smallest of cases they could possibly bring. In order to get this chapter done and out of our our view, and I don't want it to happen. I don't want this to be, you know, thrown under the rug and and forgotten. Because right now there are thousands of individuals serving long prison sentences who who committed far less serious crimes than Hunter Biden. And in fact, if you want to go so far, this is this is akin to it's it's offensive for what we saw. Project Safe Neighborhoods, going after the gun crime, hit the inner cities of our country harder than anything else. Mm. So if you were a black, an African-American in, in Detroit and you got hit with a felon in possession or a user in possession case, you think they were going to offer a pretrial diversion to that guy? <laughs> not, it doesn't not matter a chance. if you, you could be you could be a uh, platinum rapper and they, they go hard <laughs> for you. Little Wayne. Is one of the most yeah. successful, you know, one of the most arguably one of the most famous rappers living today, Little Wayne. That's right. And that guy did hard time. Same with Kodak Black. I brought a case, Benny, of an illegal possession of a firearm case, and all he had was a single round of ammunition. In the federal system, ammo is just as restricted as a firearm. <sighs> and if you're a felon or if you're a user, and this was this was a guy that they thought was dealing drugs. And so we stepped up and we charged him with possession of, of that single round of ammo. And guess what? He did over four years in federal prison. Wow. Wow. So how big of a sweetheart deal is this? It is the most outrageous thing I've ever seen. And it's the audacity to do it right in our face when we see what's going on in the laptop and the evidence of that. So they took five years to bring two of the simplest charges you could ever bring that I could have wrapped up all the evidence in about a day and a half and presented it to the grand jury and had it done in three days. Mm. But they didn't because there's far more and it's far deeper than what they brought. Um, I, I, I'm shocked at the tax cases as well because anybody that's ever, ever been charged on millions of dollars they received and didn't pay taxes for, the department's default default position is a felony. Mm. So they're violating their own internal policies everywhere, but they're violating the history and the, and the, um, the, the precedent that they set in and bringing these kinds of charges. And if I, you know, 
the U.S. Attorney Weiss has claimed that his hands were somewhat tied. He wasn't able to be appointed a special prosecutor so that he had, you know, wider jurisdiction. I'm sorry, I don't buy it. And the reason I don't buy it, Benny, is because the U.S. Attorney cannot be fired by the Attorney General. Hmm. He has separate confirmation by the United States Senate, and he is nominated by the president and has the exact same authority as the attorney general. Hmm. And so if he wanted to, he could have presented any case that he wanted to to a grand jury, and he could have pursued this, and it wouldn't have mattered. But instead, he was willing to to play ball, join the team Garland, and and push out charges that anybody that's been in DOJ knows is, is an, an out, outright fraud in terms of, of DOJ's consistency and, and their willingness to prosecute these kinds of cases. Now, they're going to – McCarthy was on this morning saying they're going to bring in Weiss. They're going to get – they're going to depose him, and then they're going to impeach Garland. Uh, let's talk through that. Merrick Garland impeachment. Can you game theory that for us, please? Yeah, I can. I mean, the real the real issue there is, <clears throat> was there interference? Mm -hmm. And as it appears, if you look at some of the what the whistleblowers have brought out, there appears to be clear indication from an assistant U.S. attorney um, who was on the case to refuse to present evidence to 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 authorize a search warrant. And it's very possible that they gave a heads up to Hunter Biden when they did get a search warrant of a storage mm -hmm. unit so that his lawyers could go in and remove evidence before it was searched. So the question is going to be, if the whistleblowers are accurate and it appears that DOJ was interfering in what the agents wanted to do and, and the scope of the investigation, whether whether Garland had a, a role personally in that or not, it is his Department of Justice, and it was very clear that the assistant U.S. attorney and the U.S. attorney were operating on some basis to to either stall, delay, or outright obstruct the case against the Bidens, and that deserves impeachment. The piece of bombshell evidence that I just want to touch here in this interview because it's really important that's obviously been rocketing around the internet is this uh, WhatsApp text from Hunter Biden that uh, even Hunter Biden's lawyer says is authentic and real. Says, Hunter Biden was on drugs, you see, when he was talking about this mafia tactics with his father. And I would like to know from you and your professional experience, uh, does that argument stand up? Oh, my client was on drugs when he was extorting the Chinese. Uh, Benny, some of the best evidence I ever got was from when, you know, the sloppiness that comes as a result of someone's lifestyle. And so this is this is in line and consistent with what we saw on the laptop. Hunter was fantastic at documenting his crimes. Mm. And he was, uh, you know, if you wanted to handpick sort of the worst possible person to be in the middle of a conspiracy to enrich the Biden family and Joe Biden included, it would be somebody on drugs that is reckless and, and their life is spinning out of control. So <clears throat> I don't buy it, but I, I will say this. I believe Joe Biden, uh, this is a bombshell. It, it truly is. We often hear that, but I believe this text is a bombshell because there's allegations that Joe Biden was receiving the money. And if that's accurate, and now we see, we've we now made the connection between a communication to those they're shaking down in a pay-to-play scheme 
we now have the other side of that. So you often have the, you know, the quid or the quo, but you don't have have both of them. And that's the difficulty in bringing a case like this. But now we have both. And it doesn't matter if he's in the room or not, because if you follow the money and it goes into Joe Biden's account or ultimately uh, is used by Joe Biden at some point, then you have you have your case and you have grounds for impeachment and you have grounds for criminal prosecution. Ironically, this is really criminal behavior that's worthy of an indictment against a president. Wow. I mean, this is absolutely bombshell stuff. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you uh, if you're not following Brett Tolman on Twitter, you've got to get over and follow him. I do have one follow up question to that. Ladies and gentlemen, you would you would hear this from his Twitter account. Twenty five thousand followers. Twenty five thousand people can't be wrong. Let's get him up to one hundred thousand. The Benny Brigade come through. Follow Brett Tolman, one of the best lawyers in the country. You must you must for me right now, please game theory out. You don't even have to use the name Joe Biden. But game theory out, what would you do to a guy in Joe Biden's position, given the evidence that is currently on the table? What would you do to him as as a former U.S. attorney? So first thing is you have to do what's called sourcing. And sourcing is a type of investigation in which you seize from all kinds of third parties. So banks, um, emails, all that. You seize all of the evidence you can without having to rely on the targets themselves. And then you you put together a source document which shows where the money is moved. Mm. And then you match it up to the allegations of Bobolinsky and you match it up to the information in the texts and the emails. And you start to actually portray the 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 crime syndicate that this is. Mm. And the reason why it's it's so important that the feds that they should be doing this is they're the ones that have the resources and the talent to actually pursue worldwide all the evidence that they need and to put it together and to show it. You know, a state prosecutor doesn't have those resources. Um, the feds do, and they do it all the time. I mean, look at what they, they did to Sam Bankman Freed. I mean, they know how to do it when they're motivated to do it. So what I would do, Benny, is I, I would start with sourcing. I would then put all that evidence together, and then I would one by one start calling in all of the you know the peripheral conspirators so your your family members that are willing to to talk in front of the grand jury uh business partners bankers anybody that that has evidence and i'd put all of them in front of the grand jury and lock down all their testimony and then i would request the grand jury to vote on the crime syndicate that you, that you now have put together this is as this is as large a scale of a of a crime syndicate as many of your mafia prosecutions that we saw. They set up dummy corporations, they funnel millions of dollars, they pull in those dollars from unnamed sources or from criminal activity, then they disperse it and they, they disperse it widely so it's not easy to track. But in the end, you present that to the grand jury and that case is simple in its essence and that is you were using Joe Biden as a front man to get millions of dollars from countries who needed the United States to act in a certain way on a particular issue. At that point, you indict the, you indict the sitting president for, for conduct prior to becoming president. And you also use that evidence for impeachment while he sits uh, in office. Wow. And you said, I don't, I know you're an important man and time is, uh, time is of the essence, but I don't want to make you repeat yourself. You said that Joe Biden, if properly charged, would be spending the rest of his life in prison. 
Yeah, the level of fraud in the federal system, it's not the amount you stole. It's the amount you intended to steal. Hmm. So if they only got 10 million, but they were hoping to get 20 or 30 or 40 or however many millions they were trying to shake down people, that adds up in this in the federal system dollars the more dollars you have in your intended fraud uh adds years to your sentence so i'm i'm aware for example of an individual who who was accused of stealing 20 million dollars and he got a 23 year sentence in federal prison wow so if you add on top of that other crimes that may be part of it you're looking at the fact that an 83-year-old man in Joe Biden, if if he's at the center of this conspiracy, um, he would serve the rest of his life in prison if DOJ did what they have done to every other defendant that they have investigated with similar crimes. The full weight of the Department of Justice and the criminal justice system in this country should come down like a hammer if they are consistent with what they have done. In, in prior cases, it should come down like a hammer on the Bidens. And, and I'll just say last, last thing on this, Benny, um, there's a plaque inside the Department of Justice that says that the hallmark, the, the hallmark of, of um, justice, uh, let me, how does this go? The hallmark of fairness in the administration of justice is consistency. And that is a massive plaque when you walk into the halls of, of, de, of the Department of Justice. And I cannot think of anything more offensive than what they've done on this case compared to all other cases in which individuals are serving decades in federal prison for similar crimes. Yeah. I mean, it is an, it is an affront and an open insult to every single American. Uh, we try as hard as we can. Not to not to black pill people on the show, not to be doomers. And it's easy to scream at the sun and scream at the clouds and shout at the clouds and, and and yell about stuff that we don't have control over. We do have control over Congress. Final question: How do you think McCarthy's doing? How do you, with these announcements, the, the, the impeachment inquiries, and the pressure that oversight is putting on this regime? The Ukrainian oligarchs said it'd take ten years to uncover the network, and it's taken oversight six months. And they got some I mean, they got some bangers. They got some ringers here. And the Bidens are clearly in panic. They were at they were in Camp David this weekend with Hunter. They got they, yeah. got, some, they got some problems. Can you give us a little bit of hope? Can you give us like a yeah. little bit like a like what's our silver lining here as it pertains to Congress's inquiry? Yeah, the silver lining is definitely what the House has done. I am I am they're not perfect by any means, but they they don't have perfect rules that would help them uncover this more quickly. But what we would not have the legitimacy of the investigation we have without McCarthy and what he decided to do. And it's given it's given, you know, courage many that saw this and were up close and personal to it like the whistleblowers to give you a perspective. It is rare and I know of no other prior whistleblowers that were agents on an investigation or in the Department of Justice. It is a culture that will come down hard on individuals <clears throat> who try to, re to reveal misconduct. And, and so for what, what the silver lining I would tell people is look at what we have uncovered and, and are forcing mainstream media to now look at. We are forcing the conversation and we are, we are encouraging whistleblowers. And I think more will come out. 
-hmm. And they'll start to see the legitimacy of the evidence on the laptop, the evidence from co-conspirators. And so my hope is, is that it not only leads to an impeachment of this president, but it, it, an unraveling and an absolute destruction uh, of a crime syndicate in the Biden family. Wow. Just wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Brett Tolman is one of the good guys. He's worked inside the Department of Justice. He runs an, an incredible organization called Right on Crime, and uh, he's the executive director of it. you got to get over and follow him on Twitter. we got to put up the Twitter account one more time. My executive producer is telling me that your, uh, your following is now spiking, uh, and so that's good. Uh, ladies Thank you, and gentlemen, 100,000. Come on. we got to get Brett. The more power that we give to the voices of the people who are actually fighting for us, the better our country will be. Brett is a heavyweight. Let's make sure he's one on Twitter uh, and right on crime, a wonderful organization. Uh, Mr. Tolman, thank you so much for being on the program. Uh, I'm sure these clips are going to go thermonuclear. <laughs> these are, you, you brought it today, man. Yeah, we brought it. It needs to be brought. I hope everybody will start to do do the same. Let's not not ever let the Department of Justice forget how important this case is. It's far more important than two misdemeanors and a diversion. Yes, yes. Thank you for speaking truth. We need it now more than ever. The great Brett Tolman. Thanks for having me, Benny. Thank you. Godspeed. We're doing, we're doing so much, ladies and gentlemen, to bring you the actual experts. I do my best. I do my best to read the news, talk through the news, synthesize it, and give it to you in plain English. But I like bringing on experts like Brett Tolman who can go into a level and uh, into a, 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 a level of expertise that we can never, that we cannot. Uh, and so it is, our, it is our charge to make sure that you are educated and also that he gets enough time to talk. Because Brett Tolman goes on cable news or whatever, and he's gonna get he's gonna get two minutes and out the door, right? We got a commercial break. Nah, man, this guy had something to say, and we want to make sure that he said it. This guy's a total American hero. Please go over and follow him, uh, Brett Tolman, wanting truth, wanting to get the information out to the American people. What we saw this weekend, of course, is psyops, psyops everywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, Russia was being toppled. Oh, Russia, there's a coup. Something's going on in Russia. Was it all fake? What's happening here? Apparently, the U.S. intelligence agencies were briefed 24 hours before the Russia uprising. Meanwhile, billions of dollars go missing in the money that we sent to Ukraine. Well, where could that have gone? There, of course, wasn't a coup in Russia this uh, weekend, um, but... The U.S. intelligence operations knew all about what was happening here. This is a little strange. You've been psyoped. Watch. I understand top congressional leaders, yourself included, have been briefed multiple times in recent days by the administration in regard to the risk posed by the Wagner Group. Last year, U.S. intelligence had extraordinary detail. Those are the words, the head of U.S. intelligence, about Putin's plans to invade Ukraine. I wonder how you would describe the intelligence the U.S. had about this march on Moscow. Sure. Well, the intelligence committee was very much aware that the conflict between Progrosin and, and Putin uh, was uh, inevitable. And even from public sources, which you've seen, Progrosin for months has put out videos critical of the Russian government, critical of Putin. Putin has allowed this. And as the secretary said, uh, those videos themselves even included uh, criticizing Putin's very premise of the war, that it was not started by NATO, that there were not Nazis in, in Ukraine. 
And then entering into uh, Moscow, entering into Russia itself and taking their convoy to Moscow, that really shows to the basic issue of whether or not Putin controls his military. This is an important story simply to establish how corrupt this regime is. This is the ultimate goal. Joe Biden is Mr. Ukraine. Go listen to that George Soros clip. George Soros being like, hey, we have a great friend in Joe Biden when it comes to Ukraine. This is an entire cover up of the crimes perpetrated therein in Ukraine. And by the way, anybody in wartime that tells you they're on the side of the angels is lying to you. You can have two devils on both sides. That's often actually what happens in war. Ukraine blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline, Ukraine blowing up their own dams. These are acts of terrorism. So we go from fighting a global war on terror to funding a war of terror. No, man, it's wrong. It's wrong. These sickos had to put aside their plans when Donald Trump was president. They wanted to go full bore. They wanted to start a war in Eastern Europe when Hillary warmonger Hillary Clinton got plopped into office. But we sent her packing. So they had to pause these plans and then we just spin it right back up as soon as Trump's out of there. No, man. We're moving a peace. We're moving a peace and protecting our own borders, not some border in some far off Eastern European hellhole. No, no. And by the way, Zelensky said he's going to uh, suspend elections. Oh, got it. So the guy who cracks down on Christianity, who cracks down on uh, people worshiping, cracks down on free speech, shutters all the media outlets that oppose him, shutter the political parties that oppose him. This guy is now saying no more elections, not until the conflict is over. Hmm, great. It's like it's almost like this is a trial run to do the exact same thing everywhere else. This is like open evil, degeneracy. It's awful. We don't want there to be suffering. We don't want people to die unnecessarily. We want peace. I don't know why that's so hard. Ladies and gentlemen, the best way that we get peace every single show, we have a verse of the day. Sometimes we have shows where there is a lot of dark news. And so it's good to share a little bit of good news with you. We make sure we cap, cap off every single show like this with Isaiah 40. Come on, baby. Bring me that Old Testament swinging. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is everlasting. The creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. Sometimes it's good to step back and say, you know what? I'm not in control. There's a big, powerful God who spun the heavens into existence. And I can like be, I can trust that as long as I'm right with him, that we're going to have justice, that we're going to have victory in this life or the next. And that's like a pretty easy, simple way to hold your head up high and to walk through life with your chest out upstanding and know that the victory will be ours. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Benny Johnson and this is the Benny show. Thanks for watching. See ya.